0: Welcome back, guys, to a new episode of the Unstoppable Force podcast. I'm Guy, and I'm Rob.
1: And this week we're gonna kind of uh, do something a little more conceptual, just like talk about um, some science, some yeah, like physics.
0: Yeah, um, because there's been some recent um, like breakthroughs and some theories on sort of what our universe is made of and like different particles of Mm -hmm. the universe that kind of not your not like what we were seeing and what you learned in your normal physics class i guess
1: yeah it's definitely i mean you kind of i think we touched a little bit on like um quantum physics and yeah in uh in high school but in like theoretical physics
0: yeah like you had your protons and and all that such stuff but like.
1: i guess it was more like chemistry well i guess it's both well, did we didn't. We didn't really learn that much.
0: No, I think a lot of the physics stuff is uh, uh, like they break it down into like it was like the like electrons in free space, and then they you can break it down even further into like the smaller particles. They definitely mm-hmm. touch on that in in physics. I don't. I never took chemistry, so I never would have learned it in there. So.
1: Well, I mean, you learn about basically like you know all the elements, yeah. and then you have to know about neutrons and protons yeah. and electrons and what their properties sure. are, and. And how each of the different elements mm-hmm. is like made, and how they all interact yeah. with each other.
0: Yeah, I think. Well, this is the. I think what we're talking about is the physics side of it, right? And the, the interaction forces, on that. Yeah, how gra- yeah, gravity exists exactly.
1: Yeah, um, I don't think we really did that at all in high school. No, we did do some theoretical physics and talk about like string theory. I think at like one point, um, and it's kind of interesting because I feel like this new, uh sort of discovery and in, in a way is like the new string theory.
0: Yeah, it, I think they're actually sort of building on it and, right. and like filling in some blanks between that and like the other theories of like a dark matter mm-hmm. and such,
1: and basically, I mean, it's called, um, quantum foam.
0: Yeah. Spacetime, foam. space time. Foam. Okay. Yes. And so the idea it's actually like the concept of space time foam has been around since 1955 where the theory is that our universe is made up of all these little bubbles and basically the way you can think of it is sea foam and the ocean from far away looks very like flat and not really moving that much right. when you get down and you kind of zoom in and you look at it there's sea foam at the top like bubbles getting bigger and smaller and moving around mm-hmm. so our universe is made up of these bubbles in that are like expanding or contracting. And with uh, the quantum physics side is that uh, any like bubble that is expanding, there's an uh, equal chance that another point in, in space is, uh, let's say, doing the opposite. I don't mm-hmm. know if I said expanding or contracting. One's expanding, the other one's contracting. So right. what we, what we see uh, on a large scale like are un- in our universe is like a very low sort of energy like yeah. no movement at all
1: um I think it's kind of interesting like the idea you're saying of you know there's a they' they're either contracting or extracting or, yeah. sorry, um, or expanding expanding or, con- or contracting no. yeah um and and it's almost like uh it's like a flipping a coin right because it's a fifty fifty chance it could be one or the other right and if you flip a coin ten times. Well, I mean, it really could be anything because you may get lucky or unlucky in one of the two directions. Right. Well, it's, all, it's but, not always going to be 50-50. Right. But if you flip it a million times or a billion times, mm-hmm. you'll get closer and closer and closer and closer to perfect 50-50. percent.
0: Well, the thing is, it but the rates at which each point is expanding or contracting are going to be different. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. So at one point it could be faster than another point that's than, than another point but because there's so many basically it cancels itself Yeah. Yeah, just the that like the odds that I guess it it that it's expanding or contracting. Mm-hmm. And that's so it kind of comes together when you look at our universe that we say that we observe that as expanding. Right. And um if you kind of think of that if we are like, so I guess I've got ahead of myself, but the new breakthrough on the theory is that these in these foam in the bubbles in the space time foam, that's a mini universe. Okay. That's expanding or contracting. When you look at it that way, if you think of our universe, our universe being in one of these bubbles in another universe, we're expanding at this rate and there's possibly another universe in the larger universe that's doing the opposite.
1: I mean, it's kind of trippy to think about it. Like it's also a little, it's, there's some confusing parts. Like, you know, are, are we, is our universe a bubble or, and then like, are there many bubbles within our bubble? Like, is it this system of, of like these little tiny bubbles basically being within other bigger bubbles and half of them are contracting and, and, uh, expanding.
0: Yeah. I, I, Honestly, it wasn't that clear as if they think it that way. I think they were just observing our universe uh-huh. and saying that our universe is made up of is probably possibly made up of the, the theories that right. it's made up of these bubbles. There's no theory that we're inside one of these bubbles necessarily. Okay. But I think it'd be insane if that was the case. Mm-hmm. Like, what, can we just like travel in a direction eventually hitting the side of the universe <laughs> somehow? popping out in a bubble in, like, another mm-hmm. universe.
1: Well, I feel like space-time bubbles probably wouldn't function particularly no, similar. Yeah, I mean, we're,
0: yeah, we're, like, talking about quantum physics, but then it's, like, mm-hmm. on a scale that we're, mm-hmm. like, as a normal physics for us.
1: Yeah, I think that, you know, even just reading this, like, the whole story, there was a little bit of a difficulty understanding it conceptually, just, in my opinion, because of the fact that when you think of it as a bubble you start trying to think of it as, like, a real physical bubble. Yeah. And then you're like, I, I can't match those two things up. Um, but if instead of it looking at it as, like, a physical bubble, it's, like, a inconceivable sort of cylindrical, um, encased, I guess, like, universe. Mm-hmm. And then there's just, like, a, an insanely huge, like, uh, almost inconceivable amount of them. All kind of rolling and moving around each other, like almost as if you know you clean dishes. You ever like clean dishes and and uh you put like a ton of soap in and there's like this mountain of soap above a pan, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like that. Like, but if you like it, it's all like moving like a liquid or something, yeah. It's it's
0: so this theory totally like is like it's like totally out there, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, it's supposed to sort of tie in like you said like we're talking like string theory right type of of situation
1: the new theory of everything
0: yeah yeah exactly it's going to connect uh kind of the dark matter so the theory of the space-time foam was just this this foam and bubbles but we didn't they didn't really kind of talk about too much about what it was Mm -hmm. kind of because we don't know that it's supposed to be like this vacuum energy that's really super tiny and that's like the strongest energy right and there's, like, a difference in the in the energies when you, like, look at all, all, all the bubbles and all the measurements on a quantum mm-hmm. scale that we didn't really know why everything was kind of different or changing. That's kind of, like, the dark uh, energy that we kind of filled in the blank. We're kind of trying to use this theory to answer that question, is what is that dark energy? Right.
1: But this thing's, like, picking up steam, it seems. It's becoming more and more seen as a potential actual answer. Yeah. And um, you know, like the idea of dark matter, I'm, I'm pretty sure is basically like there's this unam- unexplainable energy that exists within our universe that is stopping it from basically. Uh, I, I think it's supposed to be like we we observed that it should be contracting,
0: we, right? Our we the theories were that the our universe was contracting,
1: right? And then we discovered that it wasn't, and it was in fact. Um, expanding. Right,
0: so, that, so the, that theory was wrong and it had to do with Einstein and his calculations. Right. And then he like added the dark matter, like, calculation and, ca- and there's some constant in there. And then suddenly he was right again. Right, exactly. Yeah. And so and, and in fact it's actually accelerating uh, that instead of like just slowing down what you would think would happen.
1: Right. And that's um, I mean, that, that wasn't that related to the cosmological constant that's uh that's einstein yes yeah um yeah i mean it's kind of crazy that there's like this there's this big gap of missing energy and i guess this is supposed to explain that and say that these these vacuums are or like these mini universes as they're calling them are like the energy yeah yeah it's it is definitely a hard concept to fully grasp
0: definitely we
1: just need like a Kurzweil video to come out on it, and <laughs> then we'll understand yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, please. That's funny. Um, but I mean, like, there's just so many. I, I actually did a, like a paper on uh, like, uh, string theory. I yeah. remember, and, and um, it was a class that we had together in high school. Uh, wasn't it? No, no, it was public speaking with um, Mr. Steele. Okay. You remember him? Yeah, no, yeah I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did I did a thing on that and uh, you know even that was kind of crazy and then this is if this is like replacing that I mean this is like even harder to to fully grasp and it's very it's it's weird like even I think the recent most recent news that you had mentioned was that there was these mini universes basically yeah that are the bubbles
0: yeah and I like was trying to read it over and it didn't like, they said it's essentially or basically a mini-universe. But, did, like, there's no right. full confidence in, in that concept itself. That it's an actual, like, universe that we can... Imagine it's our universe in one of these tiny, like, bubbles. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's like, they're just saying that.
1: I mean, it, it, I don't even... I'm not even sure. Um, But there's also, like just a ton of cool things about mm. the universe that we've kind of been discovering right. even beyond just the new theory mm. this new theory mm. um like I think there's this new idea uh where like black holes can actually form energy mm. that we can potentially harness harness yeah okay um cause they're spinning and so like I mean all the planets all of our planets spin right. the stars spin mm. um but when you I guess when you condense the matter. something like the matter mm-hmm. down and down and down to a smaller smaller structure, the spin increases. Yeah, yeah. I think like a good way. If you ever spin like a top, right? Mm. If you were able to like, oh no, actually, right. Um, anyone take like a necklace and like spin it mm-hmm. around, and then you like pull, pull it, it and it and spins up. back. Yeah. Well, um, I
0: I like to uh, be on like a desk chair that spins around, and you spin around and you put your legs out. And you pull your legs in, and you feel yourself speeding up.
1: Right, exactly. So as it gets like smaller and smaller, it moves faster and faster. Yeah. Um. So the idea is that when it gets to the point where it's a black hole, which is like incredibly small even compared to like our sun. Yeah. Um. It's moving so fast that it creates this sphere, mm-hmm. or not sphere, like in a like a. Obviously, it's not going to be like a. Sphere I don't marca. know how
0: this shape to explain it, but It's like a donut. Yeah, like, kind of like, like a donut. If you were to look at like uh, magnetic waves or exactly. something like it goes up and around and comes back mm-hmm. into itself.
1: And the thing is that you can actually pass something through this area around the, the black hole yeah. without it being sucked in.
0: Okay, without entering the black hole. Exactly. Okay. Yeah.
1: So if you took like an object and you sent it into the black hole, or into this area of the black hole, mm-hmm. it would take the the um, spinning energy that it's releasing um, and shoot back out, and, like slingshot itself back out. And if you were able to like harness the energy mm-hmm. of that movement, yeah, you'd be able to harness the energy of the mm-hmm. of the of the black hole.
0: Okay, like I imagine, like if you wanted to like take a rocket or something and go into this area, you can kind of hit it at an arc that. You won't it won't enter the the black hole, but when you kind of reach mm-hmm. that uh, zone, it, you speed up, and then you're gonna exit it like uh, on the other side, and you just have that energy that you have got like physically, and you can go.
1: So I don't think that like an it's, object can enter it and leave it. Mm-hmm. It has to enter it and then like destroy part of itself to like. You're probably sucking like, it. In. Yeah, as
0: it gets too close, it probably mm-hmm. gravitational pulls. T- higher as it's closer so imagine you would have to you know like how they have fuel pods that kind of pop off when you go into space uh-huh so probably imagine that like on the side of a ship and you pop it side you know one way so you the equal opposite energy you go the other way yeah, so exactly. you're riding that energy outwards
1: so it's almost like i guess like a good idea would be like in space if you were to jump off of something you need like a surface to jump off of right you can't move mm-hmm. freely if you're just floating in space, right. you can't choose the direction you yeah.
0: move. Like, oh man, this reminds me of—I uh, think it's Love, Sex, and Robots. Okay, Love, Death. Well, I don't yeah, know. And the, <laughs> the Netflix yeah. show. Yeah, where one of them was, just, one of the astronauts was in space, and she was floating away from her little ship. Mm-hmm. And what she did was she tied off her arm, like cut her arm off, and like threw it backwards, and like float, you know, because right. floated back into to the ship. That's pretty that cool. Momentum is badass.
1: That's. <laughs> was, I think I didn't see that one. Is that later in the season, probably? Yeah. I need to to continue that show. Was, was, for some reason, I stopped watching it. It's pretty crazy. Um. But yeah, no, it's pretty much the exact idea. Hmm. You need like some sort of matter to, like, at least equal in in value to like kind of push off of. Yeah. To give yourself the extra velocity in the opposite direction of the of the black hole to yeah. launch it out. Um, but the thing is, is like, the idea isn't just to, like, send an object in, but it's actually, because you can do this with, with light.
0: Mm-hmm. Particles, yeah. Because it's so. strong
1: enough to pull light. Yeah. So you can actually, like, send even, like, radiation gamma rays. Um, and one of the ideas is that if you took, like, mirrors mm. and you put it around the black hole and shot the light into it, it would basically bounce around on all the mirrors and constantly enter that zone of spin. Yeah. But not like most of it, like over 90% or even more, I think, um, wouldn't hit the black hole because it's so small. Yeah. Um, but it would just keep passing through and just keep getting faster and faster and faster and faster and faster. Interesting. And if we were able to like let it out from a specific spot Yeah. and like, harness the energy of that moving uh, radiation... now has all this uh kinetic energy yeah um we would be able to like basically get it
0: generate power electricity i guess and
1: like the greatest amount of power of anything in like the universe
0: yeah and like infinitely power our entire planet Mm -hmm. and solar system probably
1: and um if you don't release the energy though Mm -hmm. it will just like keep building and building and building and the light as it passes through will get faster and faster and faster and eventually it'll turn into a giant like gamma radiation bomb like that can destroy bomb an the... entire universe yeah. or something. Oh my god. Okay. So that's like Or like a galaxy or something. So
0: that's beyond um uh what's the the Dyson sphere. So like did like the Dyson sphere kind of harnesses the yeah. sun itself, but this is like introducing a different form of energy and use, and then harnessing energy back and then like um i see that i think that if we are able to get to a black hole at, like sooner than we can a dyson make a dyson sphere i think that we'll, that's what we'll use instead honestly
1: i mean it's kind of it's interesting cuz i don't think we ever thought of it as an option yeah. in a lot of ways yeah
0: um, well, it sounds so crazy and so dangerous. Like, we're already afraid of right. using nuclear energy <laughs> in our backyard. Now, let's use this one thing that can create a bomb that's bigger than anything mm-hmm. else that can possibly don't know destroy the fucking universe.
1: Yeah. And I don't know if you can really, like, test it either. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's you... like you can test the a Dyson sphere.
0: Yeah. You can, like, just blow up the whole, like, mirror accidentally not opening enough. Or, right. Or, like, oh, like you... You would miss up a calculation somehow, and mm-hmm. you put the energy in, and you think you're getting enough, but it comes out and it's not enough. So, like, yeah, hey, just put some more energy in; it. it'll be good. Because <laughs> like your calculation of angles just mm-hmm. didn't work, and the and the black hole sucked up the whole all the energy, and mm-hmm. it just doesn't work. So you keep powering it, and then it just you overload it.
1: Something just it's definitely like ripe with disaster. Yeah. Um, I mean, like you don't even actually have to do a full Dyson sphere anyway. Right. You can just you know create some sort of uh, system that, that gets as close as we can to the to a a, a star, and that can, I mean honestly, like imagine um, solar panels in space that yeah can like put it on energy to the Mercury
0: planet. right like mm. put a, yeah. something on Mercury that's able to get us that energy to then like hop I mean you even on hot planets because also Mercury could be on the other side of the sun while we're mm-hmm. <laughs> on one side and there it's on the other then we can't get it. that kind of is not ideal kind of need something that follows us that's closer to but kind of crazy i don't know
1: i definitely think like our first step towards harnessing the power of the sun beyond just i mean we start with like solar panels Mm -hmm. on earth and then the next step is getting solar panels into space and then like getting them further and further and mm-hmm. closer and closer to the sun. And it's like, how do you get the energy back,
0: though? Right, this is the transmission or the storage. Either mm-hmm. way, is right. like where we're stuck.
1: So, you know, we could put it out there and put some huge batteries on it and have it come back yeah. when it gets full. But, like you said, we're already, we're already running into that problem, um, even with, like, electric cars. Like, yeah. You know, which is kind of – I mean, it makes it kind of cool to think that electric cars – might eventually lead to discoveries that could um end to or end uh energy shortages in the entire world. Well
0: Yeah, I, I think that we're gonna find a lot of shortcuts before we get anywhere close to that. Like we were worrying about having enough power in our batteries and charging them up. So the main so like a easy solution that's easy enough, I think, is like making the roads so that um, they're, like, solar panels, but then they're also, like, giant, like, charging pads. So when you're driving your car on the road, it's charging it from the sun. Mm-hmm. And then, like, that's all you do. Like, the whole Earth is, like, a giant solar panel that also transmits energy to every device that you have. Because every device is wirelessly charged. And then you make, basically, the Earth, like, absorb the energy.
1: I mean, yeah, I think solar... You know, I, I, even in college, I, I kind of criticized solar a little bit more than mm-hmm. I um, do now. Because, you know, I would look at like a science and it would say, you know, a, a field of solar panels to, you know, power an entire state it would be this big. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the on the contrary, um, a nuclear power plant will be like one 100th uh, or sorry, one 100,000th one of the acreage mm-hmm. to produce the same amount yeah. of power. And, you know I think the the difference though is that if we can get solar panels to be good enough and we put a ton of research mm-hmm. and effort into it, then we won't have any waste and won't have to worry about any explosions we don't have to worry about any carbon we don't have to worry about yeah. anything. we just basically become plants, yeah,
0: well you know <laughs> I, I I don't think it's just like placement and, uh and like amount of space you need because. We have the whole entire ocean, right? Mm-hmm. We could put solar panels on the ocean.
1: But then that would stop potentially, like, certain exactly. bio. Biological... Well, not only that,
0: but also, like, a bunch of birds and the wildlife will just right. sit on them and then, like... We're already crap that wind with, wind farms. Exactly. So, like, you, it's not just, like, the efficiency of the actual technology. It's the impact on the environment and and the impact the environment mm-hmm. has on solar panels, because if it snows, you can't use your solar panel. Now you gotta right. like, heat it up and then melt it off, or whatever. Or if it's all cloudy, like, yeah, cloudy not that much sometimes, but like, if it's like a whole situation, if it's like a rainy or like cloudy or um like snowy season, there's just gonna be cloud covered the whole time, like and you're gonna reduce the amount of energy you're gonna be able to get from it. which so is, we, need to get outside, yeah. out, we need to get outside to where we're not gonna feel that. Exactly. And that's, that's right outside. I feel like if we
1: that's that's the breakthrough. Yeah. Is we just need to be able to figure out how to get the solar energy outside of our atmosphere, which is probably reducing the strength of the rays already yeah. significantly before they even hit the solar panel. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you know, maybe it's sure we get really a lot more energy in Arizona versus mm-hmm. like um, somewhere where it's like incredibly uh, forested mm-hmm. um, and not a desert. Uh, but in space, you're probably still going to get like a hundred times better than Arizona I mean, obviously, I don't know the exact numbers, but it it must be a significant difference to get out mm-hmm. out of the atmospheric layer.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I like. I wonder how it would be if we can just send giant cables up that just connect to mm-hmm. solar panels that are like floating in orbit almost.
1: Right, because there's. Uh, I mean, there are stationary satellites that they basically mm-hmm. have to move. Yeah. in the uh, right. Does that how they work? They move in the opposite direction that they're. That they're spinning in so that they remain stable in the same place?
0: No, no. if you move in the same... I thought it was the same direction in which the Earth rotates.
1: Well, if you're, if you're, if you're moving in the... Well, sorry, right. If, if you're in the orbit and you're moving around the Earth, yeah. you want to stay still, yeah. then don't you have to put a force opposite the, of the force that's trying to pull you around the Earth? So you'd have to make a force equal to it to then make it so you don't move?
0: No, no. So when you shoot something up into orbit, mm-hmm. it's just the momentum around. Is just whatever direction you're moving. If you start, if you go the opposite um, direction of rotation of the Earth. It's gonna be rotating around the Earth, or so it seems, or or it will be because it'll be going. But if you if you shoot um it up in the same direction at the same speed as the Earth is rotating. It will appear stationary to us, right? But it's rotating around, but at the same exact speed velocity. Gotcha. Okay. So then you can just connect a wire up there, but imagine like hurricanes and shit like that.
1: I don't know. I mean, maybe we can. I mean, isn't there like space elevators mm. that we might be able to make? If we can make a space elevator, we can Mm. make a space cable.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Unless it's just one. Yeah. like that's the problem is the transmission mm-hmm. once it's up there
1: God, imagine though, if we were able to because right. then like the storage wouldn't really be an issue right it would I mean it, it would just cost mm-hmm. a lot of uh, money and there'd be a ton of the batteries, mm-hmm. but you know at least if we can we can make enough batteries to store all the energy um but that's yeah. definitely we need to definitely need to improve battery storage yeah well
0: because also otherwise you you save the energy on batteries on the satellite and you send it down. Mm-hmm.
1: But
0: that costs a lot more energy and time. I feel like it water. probably wouldn't
1: be efficient at that no. point because the energy and money that it would cost to build it and put it out there, the storage wouldn't yeah. be good enough, so it would take up so much space that they wouldn't be able to put too much.
0: Yeah, I mean, you yeah. might, but you also lose energy transmitting on a wa- on a cable. True. Like, how many thousands of miles? A lot. Yeah.
1: <laughs> So, that's... I mean, it is a shorter distance though from the surface of the planet to yeah. outer space than it is from the surface of the pl- or from like a spot on the planet, like California to you know New York, right? So if there was like mm-hmm. energy being sent from like power plants, yeah, but it's not. It's fifteen it... miles away from you. Mm-hmm. Fifteen miles up is still. I mean, it's it's much quicker to get to space than it is to get to yeah. So. Actually, I'm, I'm kind of curious. I don't know the exact uh, distance. We'll look, out to
0: get outside the atmosphere. Yeah, from
1: from the surface to being completely. I don't know. I know
0: out. planes are like thirty thousand feet.
1: See, that's not even. That's not even close to a mile. Right? No, sorry, sorry. That's like sorry. That's like six Excuse miles. Excuse you. Right? No, it's um.
0: Isn't it like? No, it's ten, more. It's, uh, it's like twelve,
1: 12 miles. miles Thirteen like that. miles. Yes. God, I'm I'm so dumb. Nice. Um, <laughs> For a second, I was thinking like, I don't even—I don't even know what I was thinking.
0: Good, it doesn't matter. Let's okay. just move on.
1: Yeah, guys, I know—I know how long miles. I promise.
0: Um, but I mean, I think that's—we
1: kind of derailed, definitely from like space.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's still space technology. Yeah, it's true. Um, but isn't there? There's there's another, like um, like is it a theory about like a like a different like quantum particle,
1: I think you're talking night? about strange matter.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Are the so particles? It's or...
1: like, um, it's like related to neutron stars. Oh, uh,
0: so okay, yeah, yeah.
1: it it basically like when a supernova happens, a star will collapse in on itself. Yeah, and um, if it collapses on itself and it doesn't turn into a black hole, basically like the it'll form initially like neutrons. Because the, 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 I think it's the, um, the weight of the, of gravity will actually force the electrons and the protons into each other.
0: Yeah.
1: And it makes everything into neutrons. Which is why it's called a neutron star.
0: The neutron. Okay. Yeah.
1: And so, like, basically, um, the neutrons are still self-contained and they have, like, a barrier and, and, uh, so when they're pushed down on, they'll react by you know, doing an outward force, kind of like a, mm. if you were to like push two magnets right. together, right?
0: Or like a, trying to crush something with the density, just does right.
1: Like... So if the neutrons win out versus gravity, they'll stay a star. But if the um, if they collapse in on themselves, they'll become a black hole. Okay. Um, but then there's always the chance that within a neutron star, um, if some of the neutrons basically get or, like, are in just the right conditions, they can actually break their their bonds of their quarks, which are the, um, basically, the building blocks of atomic particles. Yeah. Um, And if those break apart, then it'll become, like, a sea of uh, particles, of the quarks. Okay,
0: they're not, like, connected, in a sense. But right. are just kind of free-flowing.
1: They're, like, not even... They're not even like the subatomic particles they're just like the pieces of them right you like see right, and it's supposed to be like the most stable matter um like possible
0: okay, okay. So it's like the ideal density like like movement like within i guess into because like, like it doesn't want to push out or pull in or right in that type it, it of
1: becomes sense. like a i don't even know i mean the best way to think of it I guess is like a goo or something it's like mm. a it's like this homogeneous mixture of quarks that's just incredibly stable. Yeah. Um. But the there's like a theory that if it was to if these like quarks or the um the this pool of quarks yeah. strange matter uh, were to somehow get released and like so how hit does other this, matter
0: so the strange matter is that pool? Yeah. I thought okay. I thought it had to do with some of the neutron stars.
1: So not all neutron stars become strange matter.
0: Right, but particles within the neutron stars. Do so, or is it all like once it changes over, the whole star becomes like a strange full of strange matter.
1: So I think it might like slowly change. I mean, okay, so like once I mean, we it happens. I probably have no
0: idea. It's like honestly. an inf- infection almost,
1: I guess. Yeah, I guess you could think of it like that. Um, but I don't think like scientists know exactly whether or not it mm. it happens slowly or I mean Part of the theory is that, you know, if if this matter were to come into contact with other matter because it is so stable, Hmm. it may convert that matter into and kind of like absorb it and it'll become strange matter. Like
0: reorganize it?
1: Right, exactly.
0: (laughs) That's how I kind of imagine it where like it's like, oh, it ran into this. It's like, oh, okay, now like your particles are in order. Let me follow along and like Mm -hmm. put it in. I don't know, something like that
1: it's like uh it's like a, it's like a meme like a really really juicy meme you know one person sees it and it's like oh man i got to become part of this and then yeah. they tweet it out and mm. you know as it gets tweeted and more and more people see it more and more people you know mm. okay um <laughs> in like a weird way uh but yeah so it would it would basically just kind of destroy anything it touched but obviously we never observed it we've mm. never seen what happens when it comes into contact with other things. Um, we don't know if it happens spontaneously all at once, or if it doesn't. Or um, I think that like some of these neutron stars can have it more in their core. It'll be more like the strange matters towards their core. Okay. But like if they collide with other neutron stars, then that can cause like the uh, okay, strange so matter to, to come release, out. yeah,
0: because mm-hmm. it's like uh, the neutron stars are fairly stable. In themselves, until unless they, they collide with another neutron star.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um. Or uh. Well, I guess if they if they collide with a black hole, they probably just get sucked in.
0: Right. so You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> um.
1: I wonder what would happen if they they cla- like hit a planet though.
0: Well, I mean, they're...
1: or like another star that's not a neutron star.
0: Uh, maybe it's not as dense. Maybe it's denser than anything else.
1: Okay, so I think a neutron star is, like, the densest thing yeah. next to a black hole. Yeah. Which is so significantly more dense, but...
0: So it just won't, nothing, nothing will happen to it. Like, it won't be as mm-hmm. affected uh, unless it's hit by another neutron star.
1: Yeah, I guess it's, like, it's so dense that it'll have so much more momentum mm. um, than anything else. That if it just hit, like, a planet, the planet would just shatter. Yeah. And then it would just be like, okay, like, yeah, exactly. Did something hit me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Um. But yeah, they they really they don't know exactly. They they I think they said that uh it could be related to dark matter again as well, and that there could be a ton of it out in the universe.
0: But... Oh, like like the matter that we that, that we don't know of that could be strange right. matter that's making up of every like things mm-hmm. of things.
1: Um. So there's, like, several, like, interesting theories related to it, but we have never observed it. Um, and then, like, you know, who knows? It could, if we ever were to observe it, it, it could actually potentially produce energy in some way as well if it didn't destroy everything it touched. Huh. But even if it did destroy it, can we, like, can we, like, Aren't hold that, it yeah, yeah, like contain in a vacuum, it. Yeah, it can... like, with magnetic fields or something? Who knows? Yeah, like, okay. Um... But then again, like, how would it react with a magnetic field?
0: Well, I like, understand Can these it... things are theories. But how do you... How did, I wonder, like, wonder how they come up with the theory of a thing that's like strange matter. Mm-hmm. Off of, like, the neutron situation.
1: I mean, it's kind of crazy. I feel like we talk about these things you know, on the podcast. And people just talk about them and articles come out about them. Yeah. But there's, like, people who literally every day go into a room mm-hmm. with other people with similar minds as them or they work on like partly by themselves mm-hmm. or um you know for companies or or for the government and they their entire life is like trying to figure out these things. Yeah. And then they just explain it to us and we're like, "Oh man, how why did it yeah. take you that long to figure that one out?" Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like,
0: "Oh, this is new thing, you know. Uh-huh. They just tweeted about it, you know. Perfect explanation right here. <laughs> now, we're going to bring it to you."
1: Mhm. Like I'm sure they have an incredibly difficult time conceiving of them uh, of these things themselves, mm-hmm. and then having to figure out a way to explain it to people. And it sounds crazy, but it's like it probably sounds just as crazy to them. Mm-hmm. But you know they're running all the math, they're yeah. figuring this out. And the only answer to their puzzle is this thing that's like crazy. Yeah, kind of have to accept it, especially when it's like your entire life. Well, like they the got to write all
0: these papers. Or whatever, that's probably mm-hmm. what like a lot of the research comes down to. So it's like you research paper and you have to write about it. Yeah. Then it gets reported on. So you know.
1: Yeah, and that too. I mean like I'm sure the paper for all these things and probably probably multiple by now. Um, maybe not on like the quantum space time foam thing, mm-hmm. uh, just because it's newer. But you know, things like dark matter, for example, probably has like several you know, right. hundred papers about it. Um or maybe I maybe I'm overstating, I don't I don't exactly know. But uh, these articles boil down potentially like over 100 pages of information into like a, a one page article yeah. as well. Yeah. So it, it is kind of interesting. I think the difference probably in, in understanding between like just the random reader on the internet and like the actual scientists who his entire life is dedicated.
0: Yeah. And everybody else pretends they know everything about it mm-hmm. and what it is, <laughs> <laughs> you should listen to us because mm-hmm. we know about it,
1: yeah um it's like they wrote the rules on this we're just we're just telling you about it, you know
0: true it's well, easy once well, it's been discovered yeah i I think though, like with these like super high i q and like super dedicated these people like they're doing all this to give us keys to like the future i think oh yeah where you're gonna give it to the engineers you're gonna give it to the people that the creatives that are gonna come up with some crazy concepts on what we're gonna use this information with and what we're gonna move, push forward with technology and what people want mm-hmm. with this so it's like you can come up with the rules of the universe but to use them it takes like a like another type of
1: like, yeah it's like uh, a layer yeah exactly So, like, first, you know, there's the person who finds the information, the scientist, and, uh, you know, the physicist and the chemist who figures out how all these pieces work. And then, you know, you have, like, the more practical people, like like you said, like the engineers, Mm -hmm. who are like, oh, that's a cool concept. Let's try to get energy out of it. Let's try to turn it into some sort of, like, mechanism or, you know, some sort of... Like I mean, they built computers, and now we're using computers to do it again, almost. And it is kind of fascinating. But like when you, if you think about it, just even coding is like building an entire like little mini universe hmm. within ours with its own rules. Yeah. And we set them. Yeah. So I mean, it's 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 definitely like fascinating. Yeah. Um, but I've, those are pretty much the main concepts we wanted to cover
0: yeah i think um they're kind of like mind fucky honestly yeah like it's even hard to get your mind around it when they like even when they kind of break it down with the space-time foam Mm -hmm. and like honestly like with like new theories like it takes a while for like a consensus or or even for other scientists because you you always see like conflicting or like reports articles like even in einstein's time like he, like people were like, no, this is not right, and then he's like, yes, and then there's there's like back and forth discoveries. So that could even happen with the this foam situation right. where they don't really like they talked about it to, like a mini universe, but not you know they didn't really maybe get into that much depth.
1: Yeah, I mean but people jumped on uh, string theory. Yeah. For a while, and then I you know now that we're talking about it again, I'm kind of realizing that I really haven't heard string theory be talked of very much since like high school and. Late middle school, and Interstellar, mm-hmm, right? <laughs> um, you know but like and the kind of idea of just being like mind fucking something that I thought was really cool. Um, leave things off. Uh, there, there was um, the Hubble. I think it's like the Deep Space Hubble Telescope. Yeah, uh, I forget when this was, but we decided at one point to take it and point it in the darkest spot in the night sky. And because we couldn't see anything there, and we're like, let's see if there's anything actually there. Yeah. And so they left it to expose for like, like ten days or something, or like uh, something something pretty long. And the picture that they showed uh, had over ten thousand galaxies in it. What the hell? In just that picture. Yeah. And if you look at it, you can like see them, and some of them are a little bit bigger. And they're talking about how, like, the ones that are red are actually, like, you know, some of the uh, oldest ones that we've yeah. ever observed, like, you know, or observed, because, like, the red shift. Where, yeah, the
0: red door. Look again. Red where, shift. Like,
1: red shift is basically, I think it's, like, as, I forget exactly the rules, it's, like, as a as, a, as a distance, as mm-hmm. you go farther and farther in distance, we've observed that light will um, favor red a little bit as it goes farther and farther yeah so we can actually tell how far away a galaxy is
0: based on the light based on the redshift. yeah yeah Yeah.
1: um but i I remember seeing that picture for the first time and it was like surreal and weird and it was like holy shit one little area of the night sky Hmm. and i'm looking at like entire galaxies right here in a picture yeah wow and it was kind of crazy um but yeah, it, it, space is terrifying, and and the more you think about it, the more you realize that like literally everything happening in your entire life is like meaningless in the scope of it. Like there yeah. could be an entire like different. I mean, this, there's got to be an, in, an insane number of different species and and civilizations. Like we talked about this before. Yeah. But like when you start crossing that like universal like univer- uh universe line, where yeah. there's multiple universes now and <laughs> Then it's like there can't not be right other like civilizations and species. Or I mean
0: at least across universes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, let us know what you guys think about all these cool things and if there's any other cool theories you want us to talk about, um, let us know in the comments.
0: See you next time. See you guys. As always, thank you for listening and following.
1: Check us out every Thursday on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Anywhere podcasts are available, you can
0: find us on Instagram at Unstoppable Force Podcasts and Twitter at UForcePod for news
1: and updates. We'll see you guys next week, and, and until, until then, then stay the unstoppable. unstoppable.